Welcome all for another edition of the Agile Coaching New Zealand uh, Meetup Podcast. Um, today, we're talking about the latest meetup we had, which is called Kanban, Kanban, not Trello. Um, my name is Amar. Stephanie. Jakub. Greg. Wahamad. Nicole. Great. And um, I guess today started off with um, going through all the all the all people's knowledge of the Kanban. So Nicole, you took us through a whiteboard dumping session. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just wanting to get a bit of an idea around what everybody's knowledge of Kanban was, um, and the knowledge that they ha- everyone had in the room. And it was quite a lot, actually. We we filled nice three columns. And Greg, I, I know um, you're quite specific on ex- on, on the ex- um, what was it, explicits the. Making policies. Making policies explicit, right? Um, that was something you reminded the group on. Um, how come you mentioned that? Was something you're passionate about? Or you? Um, no, it's just part of Kanban is uh, making uh, process visible. Oh yeah. So it's part of the actual. Um, it, it works in for work in progress and things like that. So. Nice. After we went through that uh, whiteboard brain dump session. Um, you, Nicole took us right through a liberating structure of cafe conversations to actually get us started talking about um, what we knew, um, what we didn't know, experiences that we had uh, in, in the industry. Jakob, how was that on your table? That was good. We had good people, so we, we could hear good stories. Yes. Steph, have you done that liberating liber- structure before? I actually haven't, no. So I've tried it for the first time and I actually think um, it was on Jacob's table as well. Um, that it worked quite well. Everybody had a story to share, whether or not they worked with Carmen before or not, but what they've heard of it. Um, and there were some key takeaways instantly, even though that wasn't part of the first round, even though we were, yeah, just trying to power and just learn from each other instantly. True. Uh, and Nicole, thank you for, I mean, that was a great way to do it because I felt having that uninterrupted one minute per uh, member of the team. Um, we got to actually understand, I got to understand why that, why that person actually came to the meetup and what they're about to contribute or what value they're going to add or take away. So it was nice to even get to know the table. Mm. And then when I was going around, there were some quite interesting conversations that people were sharing. So. Um, after the, the cafe conversations, then you um, took us through a visual diagram on the whiteboard that you drew. Can you talk to us about that? So they, I really wanted to focus on the feedback loops that Kanban has, um, it can also be called cadences, and how that, how you would actually have those meetings, um, when you would know when to do them and who would be involved. So I used the Cafe Conversations open conversation section to really get people to think about that and to talk about those in their groups. Nice, and, and that visual was... was, was, was very indicative in how the arrows are going back and forth, they're very cyclical. Mm-hmm. Greg, how did you find, um, or what did that say to you? Well, first of all, I didn't know all the cadences. Even though I've done some Kanban at some stages, I didn't know um, all the different ones. So that was the first thing, an awareness of the cadences, um, an awareness of how you could use the cadences, and then there was the awareness of how they all um, interact with each other. Jakob, anything from your table? Anything you, you took away from that part of the 
Um, we talked that it all depends. That was the main theme yeah. of the, our table. Um, when you run these uh, events or these uh, cadences and how do you know to run them? Mm. Uh, and we kind of went back to the one of the main principles mm. of a Kanban to start with what you have, what you know, mm. and then build on top of that. So um, trying to use all of these cadences from, from the very beginning can be overwhelming. Mm. Uh, and maybe with some teams you don't need all of them. Uh, maybe we need some of them. Um, and making a, a call with the team and engaging the team and asking them sometimes, hey, what? maybe we're missing something or maybe something is... Maybe one of the cadences is a waste for us, mm. and or maybe we need to improve it, and so on and so on. Having conversations like this is, is very important. Cool. Well, before we dig deeper into the insights, I guess um, the day then after we did that uh, conversation around the table and in the room about the the flow and the cadences and the events, we then broke into separate groups, and you gave us a little uh, time bucket to discuss per event or, or per cadence or meeting of what would trigger it, if yes. I remember correctly, and yeah. then mm. who would run it, and yep. who are the stakeholders that would be invited or would be part of the conversation. And what the outcome would be. And what the outcome would be. And that was really the um, the way we continued the, um, I guess, the end of the meetup to actually have a little bit of insight. So on that note, I guess I'm really curious, Nicole, what you saw as you walked around the tables, where those conversations were going. So we had um, one table that was really focused around the strate strategy review um, and they had some really good conversations around how, yes, it's really good to have that strategic review, but then also being able to respond quite quickly to market changes. So making sure that that was visible to them on a day-to-day -day basis and that it could be updated or checked in with regularly and changed. Um, and on your table there, you know, you were talking around the risk reviews one and how it wasn't necessarily a meeting for one one of the teams there that had experience, had some experience with it. They were using it more as a board, so it wasn't a meeting, it was just a visual board mm. sort of space. Uh, we had Sorry, Nicole, I guess for those on the, on the call, the, the meetings we're referring to, they're operations review, risk review, delivery planning meeting, Kanban or Kanban meeting, service delivery review, replenishment meeting, and the strategy review. Yes. Cool. Yep. And there was another group that were trying to understand those meetings in regards to scrum events and trying to match those and then deciding that for them it wasn't a very good, you know, they couldn't you know, go one to one mm. with that match up. Um, and the other team over there were all around various other um, around the replenishment meeting and how you would know when to put things in. Okay. I guess in the tables, um, Jakob, how did your conversations go with the people on your table? Because I know you, what was the insight at your table, what was the key insight your table? That is about awareness and it depends. How did it get there? Stephanie? That's a good question. It all depended, right? <laughs> we kept on going back and forth trying to nail it down, especially on the three questions that we tried to answer, and we just figured out we couldn't, because it all depends on the business where you're trying to implement it and how you go about your processes mm -hmm. and how teams work with each other at that very moment and where you start with what you know. 
um, sort of all dependent on that. Mm -hmm. um, so we, we constantly came back to that very same mm. phrase and we heard that quite a lot in the room actually from different mm. tables that at the end of the day it all depends on what you do and how you want to go about it. Yep, and being able to just visualize that flow of what you're currently doing. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to change anything. You start with visualizing your current flow and then you look at improving on it. Yeah, that's it. And one of the ways to measure that flow was through a cumulative flow um, and just looking for you know, large areas that in, uh, indicate that there's a flow issue. Yeah. I mean, our table was, was, was interesting because um, we had uh, team members that worked in a company that uh, declared itself as leveraging Kanban as an approach. Um, however, they had set cadences of, of these meetings, mm -hmm. which when I listened to how it came about and what they happened, the, the trigger wasn't based on anything, but based on a lack of trust or a fear. So they say, you go to Kanban, but we're gonna get a BA or a particular role to come and facilitate this, or um, I am the, the tribe lead. I will come and I'll do a review and get everybody's input, make sure we're on track, and then come back. And uh, even though they had all the data and all the reports, it wasn't being leveraged, which made me think, I guess, back at a bigger picture, Kanban, um, this is where, where my risk of Kanban is, um, unless the organization and team members actually currently really understand it or trust it, it can be misused as a tool and slow down the flow. Isn't it true about every tool yeah. and framework, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. I just feel more so with, with Kanban because people go with an intention of, oh, less meetings, less yep. involvement. Suddenly mm -hmm. there's more because the lack of trust takes yep. there. Mm -hmm. In our final minute, I guess, um, from this topic of Kanban, I was looking at the facilitator, Nicole, and anybody else chime in. Would you have done this any differently? Do you feel it achieved what you were trying to achieve? Yes, I wanted to increase awareness. I wanted to get the knowledge from the group um, and share that. And um, Steph? Um, yeah, I actually expected something a little bit different. We actually had that conversation with Nicole beforehand of where this workshop could go. Um, and I'm quite glad to see what happened to it because it actually turned out completely different to my expectation, to be really honest. Mm, um, that's Jakob's favorite uh, open space topic. Oh, really? <laughs> I just, in a really good way, obviously. Um, there was way more input than I had seen in other workshops before. Um, and there was a lot of different takes on it, mainly because so many people knew different bits of it. Mm. Um, and everybody had a different takeaway as well, which was very different to other workshops we've seen. Um, okay. So for me, it was yeah. actually quite insightful. It's almost like you know the the principle of bringing it, bringing it to the team. When mm -hmm. we often as coaches or scrum masters, we think that we have all the answers, yeah. or we think well what the team should do next. Mm -hmm. But actually, if you ask the team, they very often have much better ideas. Mm -hmm. Or if they if they have the same ideas, this time it's going to be their ideas, mm -hmm. not ours ideas. And if they co-create it, there's going to be much better success success ratio. Yeah, I, oh, think, I think principle is key here because it's, it's just a principle that you can use uh, and it's not a best, best practice uh, and because practices uh, take context into account mm -hmm. and uh, we need to just uh, uh, 
uh, follow these principles and try to find out what what is working best for our situation. And yeah. that's why it depends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And on that note, best place to sign off, I guess. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for uh, sharing your insights and the takeouts. And for those who couldn't attend, I hope you took some uh, um, some benefit from this conversation. Until yeah. next time. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, everyone. Good night. Thank you.